President Cyril Ramaphosa once said, Empowering black businesses, particularly your small, medium enterprises, is absolutely essential if we are going to transform and grow the economy of our country. Contact Black Umbrellas today and ensure the successful development of your business. Wonderful day to you. Thank you so much for joining me here on Tax FM 107.2. I am Lennox Wasara and I am not alone because I'm certainly joined by Zanele Gallagher. Uh, Zanele is a general manager at Black Umbrellas. Uh, she falls under the chief, the office of the chief operations officer, also known as COO, and oversees the portfolio of enterprise development with a specific focus on business incubators and lounges, client recruitment, and the acceleration and business continuity program, which is all offered by Black Umbrellas. They've been part of this campaign for a month-long period. And uh, Zanlele, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Wonderful. Zanlele, you, you've taken a huge responsibility uh, in that, you know, if your office closes, the business closes as well because operations are very important. Um, tell us a little bit more about your role at Black Umbrellas. Okay. I think you've already mentioned the most important part. Um, as operations, we take care of the enterprise development, which are the activities that really develop the, the small businesses on the program. Um, my department is then split into sort of three categories, um, one being the actual physical infrastructure, which is the, the three business incubators, and we have six business lounges. We are relaunching... Um, so um, one would note that our, our lounges have temporarily closed, but we intend to reopen them um, by next year so that entrepreneurs can also access that, that sort of co-spacing spaces that we used to make available before. Yeah. Um, the second part um, is, is then um, the Business Accelerator Program, um, which is an advanced program. So... I think in the in the first interview, Gateko would have touched on the program and, and how it runs. And ideally, an individual starts with our business foundation phase, um, mm. then would go on to our business readiness phase, and would end up on our accelerator program, which is really the last step. So at that point, um, it's really looking at a compliant business, a business with a little bit more experience that we've developed um, to a certain level of readiness so that they can access markets and, and finance. So that's where all of that key activity really takes place. So so networking, interventions, access to market opportunities, access to finance opportunities, really sit in our accelerator program, so I oversee that as well. Wow. And then lastly, um, our new virtual incubator. So Exciting. that is something um, that, you know, uh, we've spent a lot of time um, developing. And uh, we've we've actually already launched on the 25th of August um, the first part of it, which was applications and selections, which essentially was just making it easier for a business to to come onto our program. Um, our our previous um, application process was a little bit tedious <laughs> um, and made it a bit difficult, and we we don't want to lose entrepreneurs um, because of difficulties on an application. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we simplified that that process. We made it easier for them to go through it. Uh, from start to finish, and digitized it. Um, so, so that's currently running. And this week, actually, we are launching um, the foundation phase digitally as well. So um, by the end of this year, an entrepreneur will be able to go through our entire program online, which I think is great for our outlying areas 
um, where, you know, businesses could not partake because they were too far from a physical incubator to really gain the experience of, of um, support and incubation. Um, so this allows a business, no matter where they are, um, to be able to, to access the program. And also, most importantly, at, at no matter what stage of business they are as well. So, so those are kind of my three legs um, sure. that I take care of. Uh, that's uh, quite comprehensive, quite a lot of work you're doing there. Uh, you said a lot, and I'm going to try and unpack it as we go, if I may. Yeah. You you mentioned three incubators. You mentioned lounges. Uh, what are these three incubators that you're mentioning, and also the lounges? What does that really? Um, what do you offer there with the lounges? Sure. So, in our housing space, um, we obviously see there's a higher need for long-term space. Our entrepreneurs um, tend to um, stay sort of three years um, using our space because obviously it's more affordable. And the point is that they're able to to save on physical infrastructure and rather reinvest those funds into building and growing their their businesses. So we find that they make use of those spaces and hence we've kept our Gauteng, the three incubators in Gauteng um, standing and that has been Soweto and Rivonia and in Pretoria. Mm. Um, business lounges work on a on a different platform because we find in most of our other provinces entrepreneurs like to just pop in for the day um and would would need just a meeting facility or or training facilities um you know for a week or or sort of um, more flexible time frames for for when they pop in and they come in and that's what it is it's hot desking um so it allows them access to that they've got the reception services they've got tea and coffee for instance um, they've got a desk, we've got a learning center. We will have learning centers in the business lounges as well for those that then want to come into a center to use internet to complete um, their on digital trainings and, and things like that. So so that's really what the, the lounges um, are really for and that's how they operate on a more, not so much long-term, but uh, more use-as-you-need-to um, basis without having to incur a, a massive rental cost. Yeah, I like that. Uh, the lounges are certainly very helpful for those who are starting a business at the, you know, the early stages without having the, the financial muscle, if you want to call it, to afford yeah. you know, some of those other resources required. And you mentioned the cycle of the incubation process, that uh, one goes through the foundation stage to the, work, to the readiness stage and then over to the acceleration. Um, how long does a company stay within that first stage, the second stage, right into the accelerator? Sure. So, so previously... Um, a business, regardless of stage, would have to go through our rigid incubation process for three years. And what we found is a business that's a little bit more advanced um, wouldn't necessarily need to stay in incubation for that long. Um, some would just need six-month intervention, for instance, and, and kind of be okay. Um, so, so what this allows is that once we accept an, ap- an applicant onto the process, um, they start the business foundation phase which is really looking at um, the business strategy um, and, and doing, making, putting together some projections um, for the next five years, building their business model canvas, um, strengthening their business plan so that uh, we have a starting point. Um, and we also do um, some psychometric testing um, at that point so that we could better understand the entrepreneur from, from our development side. Um, and uh, they would then... Once completed that, they, they really go to panel, uh, present their business um, concept 
two panels. So that also means that a business that is advanced, um, does have their strategy in place, could skip straight to panel, present, and then get accepted onto what we call business readiness. Um, business readiness is just that. Um, sure. Making your business finance and market ready, which is the goals that all entrepreneurs really want. Um, but most of that comes back to compliance and a little bit of upskilling. So there are key training interventions that obviously take place there, finance, marketing, HR, operations, um, you know, and a little bit of resilience for personal development. Um, and there's no time frame for them completing this online. Um, they, um, well, there's a maximum, which is nine months to com- to complete the readiness program. But they, if they complete their courses um, in in a shorter space of time, and have proven their compliance, you know, by submitting obviously the the, the documentation. But also, uh, what's important for us is record keeping at that point. Um, and so they would need to have started that journey of financial record keeping. And we are in partnership with Psycho ED for that, um, where they would now have annual financial statements done as well mm-hmm. as monthly management of accounts um, for their business. So that's really key for us because to move you to our accelerator program um, without having a track record um, is a bit premature. Sure. So that's what readiness is really looking at. It can take up to nine months, but it can be done in as little as three months, depending on the entrepreneur. Okay. And there's obviously business coaching all along the way. So we have our coaches assisting them um, throughout their journey. They, they meet with them on a monthly occasion. And then they also have an additional mentor um, during this, this process. And then they would mm-hmm. move on to the accelerator program, which is then just a membership program. So it's up to them how long they stay or, or they could they could stay six months on the accelerator program and leave. But this is really for the entrepreneur who says, I want to um, have access to many networking opportunities. Um, sure. I, I want to be able to access finance, and I want to be able to access potential markets for my business. And that's really what that space is for. So there's no time constraint um, to that. And most of our alumni um, sit in the, in the accelerator program. Um, so... So yeah, that's 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 it. Um, I, I I can only say a minimum. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, that means a business could be in the program for a minimum of six months, but um, the maximum is really up to the business. For as long as they find value, um, they would remain on the program uh, on the accelerator side of things. Are you a small black-owned business that wants to move to the next level? Are you looking for a business mentor, office space, access to markets, and funding? Do you want to learn business strategies to help you build a sustainable business? Then the Black Umbrellas Incubation Program is for you. Visit www.blackumbrellas.org to find out more. Black Umbrellas, developing Africa's future black businesses together. together. You mentioned business coaches. Um, Wondering... What exactly qualifies one to be a business coach? Because if somebody's listening, it's like, listen, I've got an MBA in business and, you know, I really want to get this business going. Do I really need a business coach? You know, do I really need a mentor? What exactly does the business coach do? And what, you know, do you, how do you select them to support the entrepreneurs that come onto the program? Sure. I think on the, on the one side, they are assisting you, assisting an entrepreneur on their specific Black Umbrella's journey. So understanding how to best 
um, complete the various interventions. Um, having a point of contact when an entrepreneur sort of, um, you know, ha- has a little bit of confusion or needs um, additional assistance and somebody to oversee their journey and their experience. Um, so that's the one hand. But on the other hand, it's actual business coaching. So most of the time, you, qualification doesn't necessarily make you the best entrepreneur all the time. You know, we have gaps. Yeah, that's true. Or we also know that entrepreneurship is a very lonely journey. And sometimes you need somebody to bounce off your ideas. Um, you know, these, these businesses don't have a board of directors. Um, there's nobody overseeing and looking at the risks of the business, um, making sure that you're making sound business decisions. And that's what the coach is there for. So, um, yes, obviously there's a lot of individuals that are capable of doing it on their own, but I don't think it hurts to be able to have a second pair of eyes that are outside of your business, um, able, able to give you those tips um, and that assistance um, as you go along. And we always say, you know, when you're within your business and stuck in the operations of your business, it's very difficult to step outside and take an aerial view. And I think a coach allows, um, gives that. Um, essentially to business and through through my years at Black Umbrella that's been a key thing um, that an entrepreneur will mention that that no matter how advanced they would have been the most critical thing for them on their journey at Black Umbrella was coaching Wow. Certainly true. I echo the words of Dr. Mama Lotto, who's part of your program, who I spoke to uh, part of this campaign we're running. And he's, uh, of course, got his doctorate, but he still mentioned at length, despite being qualified, the value of a mentor, the value of a business coach. So you're certainly right in that regard. And um, so for anybody listening, I guess uh, that probably explains you know, the, the concerns that some people might have had uh, around probably that education versus pragmatic business practice um, that one undergoes when you become an entrepreneur. Now, uh, uh, Zanile, my last uh, sort of thoughts around um, your advice to, to new businesses at this point in time. You are in the space of enterprise development. You know what's happening. You see the patterns. You've been learning a lot through the years. What is your advice to uh, entrepreneurs? I think the I guess just to carry on from where where we were on coaching, I think that would be my first one. Regardless of whether you you join an incubation program or or not, um, get a mentor, um, get a coach, uh, learn from others, learn from those that have walked this this path before you um, or that have experience um, in the field. You know, sometimes we we don't have to get all the bruises ourselves (laughs) to to learn. Um, And and as I mentioned, um, because it's lonely, um, this is that is another way to have somebody who believes in your in your vision, what you want to achieve, and supports it, and is looking out for the best interest. And I think most importantly, what we don't automatically think about is mentors, coaches. They have strong networks, and I don't think there's any harm in being able to tap into that as well. So I think I think that would be my my first thing. Um, get a mentor. Um, don't try do it alone. Um, just get a second pair of eyes on your business. And then I think COVID also taught some critical lessons. For sure. Um, you know, uh, you had to, a lot of businesses had to adapt. Um, uh, there are new ways of, of penetrating your markets, of running your business, of networking. And, and all of them, the key is digitizing. Um, so, so one should develop their business strategy um, looking at easier, um, more modern ways of, of doing business. Um, you know, and then I think... The last piece of advice I would I would give um, entrepreneurs 
which is something we used to always do in our um, pre-incubation program, was a lean, we used to call it the Lean Startup Hybrid. That's what it's actually called. Sure. And um, it's important to start lean. I think, especially at a startup phase, um, sometimes um, entrepreneurs have, have big dreams and they want to almost start at the end. Um, sure. But you kind of need to take the first step. So, so no matter how small, start. Because the quicker you learn, as they say, the faster you fail. But you're failing small, which means you're learning valuable lessons while your business can afford to. Um, pick your low-lying fruit, test your market, learn from day one. Um, there's always a place to start. And yes, you should have the end goal. You should dream um, big. But scale back and say, where can I start now and how do I start lean? So, yeah, that's 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 the key things that are top of mind for me. Fantastic. The latter part you mentioned there uh, reminds me of the words of Mark Twain, who says that the secret to getting ahead is getting started. And I certainly agree with you on that regard. I'm also wondering from your experience, what is your advice to young women listening now who would love to really get into business? I think not to um, self-eliminate. I find that that's the common thing. Um, They look at an industry and they say, wow, it's male dominant. Um, I don't stand a chance. Um, You know, yet on the other end of things, um, opportunity providers are looking for uh, women-owned businesses, especially in spaces that have been predominantly male-owned. So, so own your abilities. Um, be confident in what you're able to achieve. Um, don't, don't measure yourself up against a man. Um, like any other business, it's about the quality of the products and services. And so before we get to male or female, um, if you are providing a quality product or service, you are you have the skills required to run your business effectively. Take the chance. Um, don't shy away because the industry looks like it has no space for you. Don't self. Don't don't um, eliminate yourself. Um, go for the opportunities. Be be brave. Um, step into spaces that that seem like um, it's groundbreaking. Um, but I think it's there's definitely the time for women to take up space, and there is room for us. Um, so, so I think it's 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 more just a courage thing. Um, when when from my view, absolutely. Um, more to you. Uh, you know, you've done a lot of work with Black Umbrellas. Uh, it is important to also give you some credit with your team as well. The work you're doing uh, as general manager. There's a, a lot that comes into play to to set something up like this. So congratulations, and of course, with that virtual incubation, uh, there's a lot of value that comes with that for the greater uh, you know greater community and uh, South Africa at large, and also um, those people who probably might not be able to get to specific locations but can virtually access the platform and certainly is valuable. I'm just wondering, what is your? when did you get started with Black Umbrellas and, and in your personal journey, what are you looking forward to? Um, well, I think when I stepped into the development space, I knew that I wanted to do something with, with purpose. Um, and entrepreneurship has been the perfect fit for me. So even before Black Umbrellas, I was always in the enterprise development space. Um, so, so coming here, it's been a, it's been a long journey with Black Umbrellas. I've grown within Black Umbrellas. Um, I started as an enterprise development manager, directly coaching entrepreneurs, facilitating their development interventions, um, you know, and then I moved into the regional manager space, um, you know, driving awareness for the program, running an incubator, building an ecosystem, partnering with key players in the space, um, until this point where I'm at now. Um, I think for the past year, I've been serving as 
as a GM. Um, but what's consistent in my journey is um, I love enterprise development. Um, I, I think we do meaningful work, um, and it's it's rewarding um, when we see the entrepreneurs succeed and reach their goals. Um, that that's that's really the accomplishment. That that's when we feel accomplished in in really what we what we do. And and so we want to drive that growth. We want to contribute to economic change and uh, development is really how I see that taking place. So that's, yeah, in a nutshell, a very quick one. Yeah, well, amazing. That was brief and that was concise. But uh, more importantly, the impact of your work is really felt on the ground by those who are benefiting. And uh, I'm sure it will trickle towards uh, economic value. Uh, in the greater sense of the of the economy in that sense. So thank you so much for joining me today. I uh, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's it. Uh, that's uh, Zanele Gallagher who joined me. She's the general manager at Black Umbrellas. You heard it for yourself. They're doing a lot of work. Uh, very little elaboration I can do there, but uh, certainly a lot of lessons that we've learned uh, from the work they're doing and the contribution they're making towards developing the enterprises in South Africa. We so desperately need it in these times. So thank you so much for joining us here tonight on Tax FM 107.2. Black Umbrellas, developing Africa's future black businesses together.